Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Like it or loathe it, one of the lockdown features has been homeschooling. Many of us are grappling with our maths and getting our heads around, well, all sorts of different types of verbs we never quite thought we'd have to get up to speed with when it comes to literacy and phonics. And someone here who's definitely been a good news story throughout lockdown has been Additions Tutoring. I'm joined today by Vicky, who's the brains behind the business, and she's here to tell us, well, how her business has been a success and hopefully give us some tips for surviving home tutoring during lockdown. Uh, First of all, Vicky, thank you very much for joining us today. Tell us a little bit from the very start. How did your business get started? Um, well, I'm a pre- um, trained primary school teacher, so I've been doing that for 15 years. And um, three years ago, we actually adopted our children. So we got three children all in one go. And uh, they are wonderful, adorable children. But like all very young children, they are a lot of work and very full on. So I had nine months adoption leave, which was fantastic, and then went back to being a primary school teacher. And I went back three days a week. And I was just finding probably like an awful lot of your listeners that trying to sort of keep up with my job and trying to be back for either school runs or nursery pickups or child minder pickups was just getting too much for me. And I was finding it really difficult. So several of my friends would I do tutoring as well. And I thought, oh, yes, OK. So I did a couple of bits just for friends. And then word was slowly getting round that I was doing tutoring and I thought, oh, well, if more people want it, perhaps that's an avenue I could go down. So I did work for another year at school, um, wonderful school, wonderful colleagues, and I did really enjoy it. But actually, I thought really ultimately having my own business with my little children and being more based at home would certainly work. And and it's working really well. So it was a real gift. So it's doing really well. And how long, um, as, sorry, just remind me of the timescale of that. How long has it been going before we went into lockdown? Um, so it started properly, I'd say, two years ago. Um, the business, my tutoring business did. And then, but at the time, um, sort of before lockdown, my normal business model was children coming to my house and me tutoring them. Um, and then when the lockdown came about, and obviously we weren't allowed to have people coming to our homes, I thought overnight my business has disappeared. I really, I woke up the next morning thinking, how am I going to pay our mortgage? Mm. Um, So, and I was really worried. And and I said to my husband, maybe people might want to do things online. Perhaps I could just do it all via Zoom and just have a go at that. And my husband, who's very optimistic, he went, yeah, people will love that. Of course it will work. (laughs) So I had 23 students previously coming to my home at different times um, of the week and things. Um, and so then I did a little advert, just put that on Facebook and Instagram. And now I have 45 children wow. that I keep uh, via Zoom, um, some in groups, some individually. Um, uh, some of the children, well, most of them were my previous 23. And then just word got round. Um, and and I think and the parents, I'm getting very good feedback from them as well. So. It's just great and it's a real uplift for me and it works around me and me tutoring my children it's you know homeschooling them so it works very well (laughs) and have you found that you have been able to start working with people who aren't living as close by as your typical clients would have been before Um, lockdown 
yes, a bit, not that much further out, but certainly further than people would normally travel. So kind of up to up to sort of an, an hour away. I've got a couple of families in London so so I'm based in Hertfordshire um so yes because people can obviously dial in um I have got a few people further away and it's something that in the future I'm hoping to continue to do so it's been fantastic from that point of view because I'm able to expand my business and it's been forced upon me it was never something that I ever thought I'd do this is yeah this is one of the inadvertent well it's not inadvertent it is a good thing that's come out of lockdown that many businesses have been forced to reevaluate their business and actually look at a new business model which previously like you say you might not have even considered yes yeah absolutely so you um, make it sound I notice this you know you kind of it's easy just to describe yep this happened and this happened and but actually I wonder what it felt like that decision to fundamentally change how you did your business especially I'm guessing if you weren't already using the technology that side of things it's a whole other mindset of making sure you've set up the right policies and procedures and that all of that's secure there's a whole host of things that you do not have to think about in the same way when someone just comes to yours so tell us about that sort of feeling and how you approached it yes you're right I hadn't used really anything like zoom or conferencing systems before particularly so I had a couple of test sessions with my family and using the powerpoints and things that I wanted to use with the children on them so I did quite two or three practice sessions and also the, the admin of it sort of all the scheduling of it is, is, yeah. There's quite a lot to do. So I have many spreadsheets going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> things I haven't really thought about. For example, some of the children are giving me a saying, oh, can you send the links, the Zoom links straight to me, to my email address? Now, yeah. from a safeguarding point of view, and as a teacher, that's immediate alarm bells, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it wouldn't so it's all the sort of checking with the parents. Your child has given me your, their email address. Is that okay? Am I allowed to email them directly? And that safeguarding aspect was something I hadn't considered before. But um, now I ask almost written writing that the parents say, yes, that's okay. You can email them directly. That, that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and are you... Picking up the, I don't know if, um, how the schools are working with the children you're tutoring, but certainly my daughter's school, um, they're setting homework every day, you know, for us to guide them through or to be to teach them. I'm not even going to say guide them. We're teaching <laughs> them or vaguely attempting to. Are you picking up those projects, or are the parents that are coming to you with their children just saying, no, just take it over from here and just do what you will? How does that work? Um, there's a, a mixture. I have some of the families are um, sending me the, the documents and the tasks that their children will be doing every week. So I'm, I open them on a Monday, go through them. So I'm ready to almost teach teach the children exactly what they've been sent from their teachers. Um, sometimes the parents just say, oh, no, my child's finding this that's been sent a bit too easy. Can you push them on a bit? So I do different things. Um, some of the children are uh, preparing actually for their 11 plus come the autumn term. So we're still working towards those exams. I'm not sure what the schools are doing about those. But so there's a real there's a real mixture. Some of the children have said to me, it doesn't feel like I'm really learning any more from my schoolwork. I'm just going over the same things. So it's actually the children saying I'd like to be pushed on a bit and learn something new. So, mm. yeah, 
it's, it's a real question. And I wonder about working with children online, aside from the sort of safeguarding things that you've already mentioned, but just what it's like to have a child as your as your client in effect and to build that rapport um, with them. Some of them you already know, so that's perhaps easier, but those that you don't know, I just, I'm just curious to know how you establish that and yeah, any things that you think work particularly well if, if anyone listening is perhaps working with children. I was a bit concerned about that because I thought, oh, you know, you could have a child just get up and wander off if they're being bored in the middle of the session. But I haven't experienced anything like that, luckily. I keep it very relaxed and and quite happy and funny and jokey. Um, I suppose my demeanour with them, they they generally are very, very good. I thought they'd find it trickier than they than they do. But perhaps children are are more used to communicating that way, perhaps Mm. if they're using phones and, um, you know, they're using Skype calls and things like that. So um, they do communicate very well like that and they're very happy to chat and and have the the session. Um, Also, what's quite nice is if we come across a a word that the children don't understand, particularly, you know, a new noun or name of an animal, then I can do a little Google search and find that Mm. on the computer can share that and that's been quite nice we've we've found things and sort of learned things almost new together at the same time because obviously you're you're in front of the computer and you can just google quite easily so that's been quite nice and and something that we've shared but on the whole I find this can work very well and do what it's an interesting one following on from what Laura's mentioning what about attention spans because there's something about you know it it's now become a phrase hasn't it being zoomed out and I think we can all feel a bit zoomed out at the end of the day how does that work with children my um I use the 40 minute zoom one which is the freebie one so every session is only 40 minutes long which I think is really good I know it would only be 20 minutes difference but I don't think an hour session for the children that I'm teaching would really work I think it would be a bit too long for them particularly for the one-to-one sessions Mm. Um, so the 40 minutes works quite well the children who um, are in groups that works really well because I'm obviously asking lots of different ones different questions and with teaching um, it normally works um, I do we do you do when you're when you're teaching so I follow the same principles through a zoom chat so I'm doing the the teaching then we both do the activity together and then and then they do it so you're splitting it up into quite small chunks which which works well oh that's lovely and Mm. uh, what about the element then of actually sort of you know you might in in a classroom setting have the opportunity to wander over and take a look at a child's work how does that work they, they do hold their work up for me. So I say, oh, no, please complete. Now, now hold your piece of paper up. And also there's the whiteboard facilities so they can actually write on the screen and you can see it. So um, so that works well. So I can always uh, see their work and see what they're doing. Um, so so that, that's, that, that works well. And also there's that, you do have that, you know, they are trying to impress you, I suppose, a bit as a teacher. So they are trying to keep their writing neat and that sort of thing so that that works well yeah do you think I mean goodness knows when things will change but um just sort of hearing you talking so enthusiastically about this and how it's been much well it sounds easier to sort of fit this schedule certainly around home education and all the other things you're juggling do you think you will want to go back will you go back and do some face-to-face ones afterwards after Um, all of this has changed or do you think actually online is is probably a better way forward I think I would still like to do face-to-face and 
what you're saying about being zoomed out I mean I find that at the end of the day I, I do enjoy face-to-face more to be honest and you know if during normal a normal teaching session when children were coming to my house it would be easier to go off on a tangent or I could just get more resources and equipment out that I think would help a child but when you're online um you know you're sort of thinking oh they don't quite understand this is there another powerpoint I can use and it takes a bit of time to find something suitable so ultimately I'd say I, I prefer working properly face to face however I think zoom works well it enables people to come on board who like you say live further away um but for me personally it's more of a sort of secondary tool than, than what I'd ultimately prefer to use i think there must be a lot of parents who are listening to this now thinking sign me up (laughs) you know i'm done i am ready to hang up my teaching hat i was never meant to you know homeschool my children and in fact on that note i have to ask now with you wearing your mum hat how does it work vicky with you homeschooling your three children are they all beautifully behaved and sit down and say yes mummy um you know as are you leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of us? How does it work um, as a mother homeschooling? They are very much my children and I'm very much their mum. I don't sort of get the, no, I mean, my little darling daughter, Lily, who I, she's five and I know for a fact she's very good in school. She spends quite a lot of time under the table when we're homeschooling um, <laughs> rather than sitting at the table doing her work. Um no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just like everybody else. We're doing our best. We're doing a lot of practical things, a lot of, a lot of cooking and a lot of baking. I do. I think I have the advantage in that I know how to make an activity like baking educational. So I really get them to weigh things out. Particularly my seven-year-old. I'm looking, making sure he's looking at the scales. Can he understand the scale on the set of scales, as it were? So I think I have that advantage. We go. Picking sounds makes us sound ter- terribly idyllic, but we were making elderflower cordial uh, mm. yesterday, and the children were going and picking the elderflowers. And you can do things like the little one can can count the number of elderflower heads you've got, and that helps their numbers and that sort of thing. So I think I have an advantage being a teacher in that I know how to sort of twist an activity to make it educational. But I certainly don't think I've got got my children. You know, any better behaved than your average mum who's definitely trying to struggle through homeschooling. So, um, but we, you know, we're doing bits and pieces. But I, I think my children will be ahead in the fact that they'll be able to, and they can recognise the sound of a woodpecker in the in the woods, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, but, that's great. But things like phonics, I don't think there'll be any any better. You know, I think they'll just be the same as the other children going back. <laughs> So, yeah, I have to say that's very reassuring to hear as a mum, you know, someone who's I've really, you know, thrown the towel in when it comes to homeschooling. It's a joy that as we speak, it's half term because we don't have to do it. Um, And a lot of this, I mean, I sort of I think, well, I've got A levels in English and here I am struggling with year one literacy. How can it be so hard? And it really is a challenge. But then there's yeah. one thing, knowing and understanding, and an- another thing to be able to teach it. So, yeah. yeah. I think you're difficult with your own children because it's a completely different relationship that you have to what the teacher has. So, you know, it's your, I was reading an interesting book and it said because you're so emotionally attached to that to your child, that you know, emotions run higher. And if they're not, um, you know, if they're not doing as you ask them to do, it's much more difficult. Whereas a teacher just has a different 
it's just very very different so yeah <laughs> you sound to me like you're worth your weight in gold <laughs> you really do definitely um, before um, we leave you, Vicky, what are your top tips then? Because we've still got, you know, some people will possibly be sending their children back uh, June the 1st, the absolute earliest. But it sounds to me as though we've all got a way to go grappling our way through this interesting yeah. framework for a good chunk of time yet. Have you any top tips as we look at the final summer summer term when it comes to homeschooling? Yeah, um, I think... Do very small chunks. I mean, the little children, I'd say 20 minutes or so if you're teaching something like some phonics work or something like that. So, so 20 minutes to half an hour, maybe just small chunks. You're, if you've got in mind you want them to teach, you're teaching them one certain thing, focus very much on that, that particular thing. So don't correct them on everything else. Um, just just focus on that one thing and correct them on that that one thing because I think it's very easy for us and I say the same as a mum you're sort of saying well no try and do that and no that needs to be a bit better and look at this letter are you sure it's formed correctly Um, so I'd say just focus on the one thing you want to teach them and then be correcting that and working on that rather than everything else that they they may do do wrong and I'd say lots of praise so start off whatever you're Whatever you want to teach, start off with something you know they can do. And then so they feel a bit of, oh, I've achieved that. I know I can do that. And then very small stepping stones to something a bit trickier. So I certainly know with my children, if they if you ask them to do something and they sort of fail at the first hurdle, you're not going to be able to get them to move on. So mm. sort of I think both my experience as a as a teacher and and trying to teach my children at home as well. I think that's great advice. Yes. Yeah, no, I completely agree. In fact, as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking, I think there could be another business, which is teaching the parents how to teach. And I genuinely (laughs) do, because I'd sign up for it if there was someone there to guide me, to guide them. Yeah. Um, Vicky, it's been an absolute joy speaking to you. Thank you so much today and um, taking time over half term. And good luck, well, with navigating your way through the rest of the summer term. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Freelance Mum. Don't forget you can stay up to date with all the latest advice, loads of friendly chats and support in our online group, The Mothership. To find out more information, check out freelancemum.co.uk. Subscribe, like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from. And join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.